Relic Radiant. This is Relic Radio Sci-Fi, old-time radio science fiction stories from RelicRadio.com. presents It's a Work of Art. Come in, uh, gentlemen, come in. I have been waiting for you. My name is Dr. Lazarus. Dr. Lazarus, this is a surprise, sir. Dr. Lazarus, this is a pleasure, sir. Dr. Lazarus, this is an honor, sir. Great privilege to meet you, sir. And your names are? Uh, Tom Black. Dick White. Harry Brown. Joe Freeman, sir. Mm, I am delighted to welcome you, gentlemen. Delighted each of you were able to come. Be seated, please be seated. Make yourselves comfortable. You've had a long journey. You must be very tired. A little tired and very confused, sir. Confused? Uh, How so, Mr. Uh, Freeman? A matter of orientation, sir. Our aircraft altered direction a half dozen times. Our car from the airfield seemed to travel a long way, yet cover a short distance. And the elevator in this building traveled so smoothly, I don't know whether it carried me up or down. Hmm. You are a man who likes to know where he is. I'm afraid so. No, no, no. No need for apology. A commendable trait. Let, let me orient you as best I may. Your location, gentlemen, is an isolated and uninhabited point in the northwest sector of the North American continent. You have descended from that point 2,500 feet below the surface of the Earth. You have arrived in the confines of an installation codified as BY-7. A military installation, sir? Military? No, 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 indeed, no, indeed, no. Our purpose here is strictly non-military, sir. We are a scientific post, purely science. Pure science. Needless to add, we operate with government funds under government contract. But uh, doesn't everyone? <laughs> uh, why, sir, is a non-military post under such stringent security? I am not free to supply that information for security reasons. Dr. Lazarus, the rest of us want to say that we have no interest where we are nor how we got here. We know we're here to do a job and we'd like to get on with it. Whatever it is. Excellent. Proper attitude. Most commendable. Now, first, your general briefing. You four men are now attached to the final phase of the operation classified as Project Adam. You have been screened, scrutinized, and selected, as each of you has been found to be topmost personnel in his own field. Allow me to congratulate you on your excellence. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Now, your specific briefing. Project Adam was initiated 21 months ago has been in process since that time and has culminated with the completion of this installation. The installation consists of five sections. Each section contains certain specific material. Your participation is the correlation and the assemblage of that material. Your program, gentlemen, will progress as follows. Each morning for five successive mornings, 
You will report to one of the five sections in sequential order. Section A on the first morning, section B on the second, and so on through section E on the fifth morning. We assemble one section in one day, completing five sections on five successive days. Correct. On the sixth day, you will report to the project room. There, you will coordinate the five completed sections. You will assemble the total entity, the machine. The total entity is to occupy just one day. Correct. We complete our participation in six days. Correct. On the seventh day, we test. Uh, what will we be testing, sir? The efficiency component and delivery potential of the machine. Of course. Of course. Please continue briefing, sir. Your daily log, gentlemen, is to be as follows. Report to section. Receive blueprints from me. Each set of prints will be found to be specific to that one section. Proceed according to blueprints. Complete section. Uh, sir, it would expedite matters to present us with full blueprints from the outset. That is not the schedule. Well, then we'll be working in the dark. Precisely. But if we could form a concept of the whole, if, if we could have a mental picture of the completed no machine... No one can form a concept of the whole, nor formulate a mental picture of the machine. I thought it might be possible to learn. You are a man who likes to understand what he is doing. I'm afraid so, sir. No, no, no need for apology. A commendable trait. Now, I must not keep you gentlemen from your rest. Every effort has been made to provide for your every comfort during your stay. You will be shown to your quarters. Good morning, gentlemen. Oh, good morning, sir. And so, we begin. The beginning of the end, you might say. Hmm? <laughs> yes, 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 sir. We're ready. Willing. And anxious, sir. Be good enough to gather around this screen, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I shall now project upon the screen this day's work. Gentlemen, the blueprints for Section A. Remarkable. The plans please you, do they? Mm, marvelous, sir. It's remarkable, sir. Ingenious, sir. Most interesting, sir. I'm rather pleased myself, if I do say so. Sir, this project is a terrestrial operation. Terrestrial, Mr. Freeman? As opposed to aerospace? Yes, sir. It is terrestrial. You perceive that by observing the plans? Uh, No, sir, from thinking about the titles. Project Adam. Uh And the fact that we complete a section each day and finish our work on the sixth day. Uh And the fact that on the seventh day, we test. We rest on the seventh day. I don't quite follow. The creation, sir. And God said, let the earth bring forth living creature after his kind, and it was so. And God said, let us make man. So God created man in his own image, male and female created he them. And the morning and the evening were the sixth day. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, and he rested on the seventh day. Uh, yes, that's quite certain. I never uh, realized it never occurred to me. Uh, creation, Adam. Yes, yeah, very good. That's very good indeed. Most amusing. I, I chose the word Adam as the first word that popped into my head, beginning with the letter A. First letter of the alphabet, you see, to represent this project as the first of its kind. Quite a coincidence, eh? Most amusing. And now, Dr. Lazarus, uh... May we get to our work, if you don't mind, sir. We're losing good time, sir. Oh, by all means, by all means, gentlemen. I shall leave you to your own good devices. 
Take care. Work carefully. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Can't you keep your mouth shut? Sorry. Must you blurt out whatever pops into your I head? I said I'm sorry. You ought to stop bothering Dr. Lazarus. I didn't mean to bother. It was just a thought. So stop thinking. Section B, and there she stands. All wrapped up and ready for mailing. Finished. Can't be. Seems like we just started work. That's the truth. We must be ahead of schedule. Yep. 4 p.m. on the nose. <laughs> sure doesn't seem I worked eight hours. Think Dr. Lazarus would let us get into Section C right away today? Yeah. I'm not tired. You know, the way this stuff falls together, I, I could keep at it around the clock. I never worked from prints like these before. It doesn't even work. Shall we ask Dr. Lazarus to let us work straight through? Oh, better not. He's set the schedule. Better not throw him a curve. Huh? Mm, you're right. Man. Just take a look at that. <laughs> and it's a beaut. Uh, honey. I wonder what it's for. What? what? I wonder what we're building. What we're building? <laughs> you know what we're building? We're building a machine. What kind of machine? Why are we building it? Why is it needed? When and where will it be used? Oh. He's talking again. I'm asking questions, not just talking. Look, what's the difference? If you ask questions, you learn something. When you learn something, you know what you're doing. It's important to know what you're doing. We know what we're doing. We have work to do. We do it. And that's all we have to know. Well, there's more. You have to know what you're working on. You have to know what you're building. Mm. We're through for the day. Now, let's go. I wonder what's for dinner. I wonder what's on TV. You've got to ask why. Why? 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 what I call a good dinner. Yep. They sure feed us good. Home was never like this. <laughs> hey, what'd you think of Section C today? Hey, bowled me over. Words don't exist to describe it. You know, you'd never believe a human brain could plan this project. Mm, Dr. Lazarus isn't human. He's superhuman. Yeah. He is a superman. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look. Joe's still at it over there. Hey, what's he up to? What's he been scribbling? A letter home. Since before dinner. Of... <laughs> uh, would you miss dinner to write a letter home? <laughs> I'm going to see what I can get on TV. Hey, make it an old movie. I go for old movies. I sure would like to know what he's up to over in that corner. Well, just go ahead and ask him. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll just do that. How's it going? Uh, uh going... Oh, uh, it's rugged. Have you a problem? Yeah, a puzzle. I'm trying to make sense from the three sections we finished. Are you trying to do what? Fit the three sections together. Thought it might give me an idea what the machine will look like. You can't make them fit, huh? Now, there must be... There must be some connecting portions that we haven't worked with. And I guess Dr. Lazarus is keeping a few secrets to himself until the last minute. You're a smart man. Good way to keep nosy people from finding out more than is good for them. I tried to tell you that all I want to do is... I've heard what you tried to tell me. Now, you hear me. 
Don't throw a monkey wrench into the works. I'm not I say a... you are. You keep poking around. You get Dr. Lazarus down on you. He gets down on you and he comes down on the rest of us. Now, we're tied to you, like it or not. So you just tear up that paper and put away that pencil and don't pick it up again. It's three days to tea day. Three days when you don't scribble on paper and you don't talk. And that, friend, is an order. Get on with it over there. Get on. You're holding up the progress. What's the trouble? He's holding operations. I can't continue my area. I'm in sequence with him. I'll settle him. What's the matter? You need assistance over there? No, no thanks. You've halted. Sub area D over here. Looks familiar to me. I've worked with something like it before. Oh, forget it. Well, that's just the trouble I have forgotten for the moment. Well, forget it permanently and commence operation. Give me a moment to think. First you talk too much, then you scribble too much, now you think too much. You are dislocating the schedule, friend. I warned you last night, I'm warning you again. Is there a difficulty, gentlemen? Oh, sorry, sir, very sorry. I hadn't realized I that I couldn't you... resist dropping in for a brief visit. I, too, am impatient, you know. Well, gentlemen, I'm deeply grieved to find conflict among you. Uh, my fault, sir. Entirely my fault. I, uh, I annoy the other men. Oh? Do you now? In what way? I annoy them by asking questions, sir. What is your question? Why is this machine being built? So that we may learn its capacity? Capacity to do what? To perform. Perform in what direction? What is its purpose? Mr. Freeman, yours is an inquiring mind. Mankind's most precious possession is the inquiring mind. But such a mind must be disciplined, must control its range and limit its scope. Without discipline, self-discipline. The questioning mind is worse than useless. It is destructive, sir. I fear, Mr. Freeman, that yours is the undisciplined inquiring mind. In what way, sir? It asks improper questions, irrelevant questions. It seeks purpose. It asks why. Would you clarify, sir? We are concerned with science. We limit our range and scope to the scientific outlook. Science investigates phenomena. It does not seek purpose. Science seeks to discover the laws governing nature and the universe. And therefore, the proper question, the relevant question is, how? How was the universe formed? How was our solar system formed? How does gravity operate? How did life originate on Earth? Always. How? Never, never. Why? Never, never. Why? Yes, sir, but this machine... When you ask for its purpose, you violate the cardinal rule of scientific procedure. That rule is never anticipate experimental results. Since I must not ask why, I will ask how. I will ask... How do we know we ought to build this machine? All right, that's enough. More than enough. He does not speak for us, sir. We know we must build the machine, Mr. Freeman, because we know we must carry knowledge forward. We must take the body of information gathered for us by previous investigators, and we must enlarge it. We have been led to a point. We must go beyond that point. We must learn what happens next. The machine... Will tell us.
Can I talk to you fellas just once? Jim. Uh, I have Jim. Schneider, you both Listen, you. please, just one last time. Who deals? You deal. No, I just tell. Okay. I do. We must not go any further with the machine. Tomorrow we assemble all five sections. We must refuse. We've gone too far. We've been drawn on and on. The plans are so perfect. The parts so beautifully synchronized. We've been hypnotized. Like being drawn further and further along a garden path by the beauty of one flower bed after the other and never giving thought to where the path leads or what may be waiting at its end. But we must think about that. We must ask why the machine is being built. It's right to ask why. I can't explain it. I can't give reasons. But I know it's right and necessary to ask why we must refuse to put the machine together tomorrow. And that's Jim. Oh, no, not again. I quit. <laughs> All right, come on, pay up. Well done, gentlemen, well done. Now, tell me, now that you see the machine in final form, how does it strike you? Oh, never been anything to match it. Never. It's a privilege to have had a hand in building it. Sir. Majestic. That's what it is, majestic. Yeah, only one way to describe it. A work of art. Yep, that's a work of art. A work of art. And uh, you, uh, Mr. Freeman, you formed no opinion? It is indeed, sir. A work of art. <laughs> Gentlemen, the moment has arrived. That moment we may be forgiven for calling the moment of truth. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I have a request. Oh, no, no, please, Mr. An Fre urgent request, sir. Very well, state your request. Do not test the machine. What do you, you mean? mean? At least mind. postpone the test until you've re-examined your plans. Mr. Freeman, I have worked, reworked, and reworked my plans over a period of ten years. Do you imagine they hold any mystery for me? You've drawn the plans, sir, but I'm sure you haven't read them. Read them for meaning. You ask me to anticipate the results of an experiment? I do. You ask me to violate the basic tenets of my profession? I do. I must. If you will read your plans for meaning, you will understand what I understood after we assembled the full machine yesterday. You will realize that if ever that machine is set into operation, it's all there to be seen. It's crystal clear to anyone willing to see. Silence! I silence! can't be silent. How can I be silent when I know that once you close the switch... Silence him! Silence him! With your pleasure! Just Get him! Go finish him! Don't! Don't. I tell you, leave me! Keep him quiet! Wait once and forever! Well, he ought not to have forced us to such extreme action. Take stations. Ready, sir. Ready, sir. Ready, sir. Operate. Area one in operation, sir. Area two in operation, sir. Area three in operation, sir. Four. Area four. I'll get it, sir. Area four in operation, sir. Reverse the reaction. It cannot be done. De-accelerate the fish. It cannot be done. Break the chain reaction. It cannot be done. The machine must run its course. The machine will destroy us. The machine will destroy all mankind. The machine will destroy the Earth. Why? 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 
allows me to anticipate the results of an experiment? I do. Yes, I do. Presented, It's a Work of Art, written by Lillian Andrews, produced and directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Paul McGrath, George Petrie, Bill Mason, Hal Studer, and Donald Buca. Audio engineers, Neil Pulse and Marty Folia. Sound technician, Ed Blaney. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastatsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater 5, Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater 5, New York 23, New York. That's Theater 5, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production. That's the show for this week, but don't forget there are thousands more like it at relicradio.com. Horror, strange tales, science fiction, crime, all available for free. If you'd like to donate to Relic Radio and help keep it all free, you can do that through the website as well. Visit donate.relicradio.com to find out more and to see the special downloadable sets that are available. My thanks to those who have donated, and thanks for listening today. Talk to you again next week.